Alex, it finally happened. It finally happened. Twice in one day, no less. We have been waiting and waiting and waiting all summer. Did did you finally get laid? No. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott signed with with NFL football teams. Oh, okay. We can we can finally set our rankings. We can finally sell the Sacco sheet. We can finally compile oh. all the information that we've been holding back for, waiting on these dudes to sign. And guess what they signed? Making our lives easy. And on a Monday, no less. Even better. Breaking news. We're covering it all here. Where else could you get this kind of analysis as quickly as we're going to dish it out? Besides, like, probably literally everywhere. Well, on that note, let's just dive in. (laughs) Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go, Fantasy Football Sackos. That's right, Dalvin and Zeke Elliott are free agents no more. They have signed, finally. Thank God. Um... Alex and I are going to talk about what their signings mean for their prospective teams, their fantasy impact, and the guys that they are kind of bumping a little bit further down in our rankings. So, Alex, let's dive in right away. Let's start, please. Hold on. Just real quick. Can we just pour one out for Ramondre Stevenson? Just real quick. Brutal. There you go. I mean, start, start with it. What does Zeke signing with the New England Patriots mean for Ramondre? I don't know, man. We we had him so far. Like I think I had him at five, which was outrageous to begin with. But there was no competition. You were banking on some touchdowns. He's a, a receiving back out of the backfield, and now they signed Zeke Elliott, who career has you know over eight thousand career rushing yards, another twenty three hundred receiving kind of a do-it-all back. He's going to be their goal line pounder. You would think he has double-digit touchdowns uh, four different times in his career, uh, including each of the last two years with 12 and 10. You got to believe that they're going to give it to him down at the goal line. Also, the concern, Bill Belichick running backs, you're, you're always a little iffy on that, right? Zeke had no fumbles last year. Uh, only one fumble the year before that. And it's kind of been Ramondre Stevens bugaboo, right? So he had four fumbles last year, two fumbles the year before that. Belichick just doesn't put up with that crap. So it would not be at all surprising for Ramondre to fumble and Zeke is the guy there. So it it just sucks for Ramondre. Pure and simple, it sucks. We dropped him all the way down in our rankings. Uh, He's our consensus 20 ranked running back. You have him at 17. I have him at 20. And it just, because of other rankings being higher and lower, just kind of how it worked out. But he he has the upside of an RB1. But in that offense, you don't really trust Mac Jones all that much yet. They don't have like great receiving weapons on the outside. So yeah, this just kind of sucks. Yeah. He's going to look a lot like, I don't know, like a, 
a worse version of Tony Pollard. I think at the end of the day, like, yeah, you know, uh, Ian Harditz tweeted touchdown percentage on carries inside the five yard line among the 25 most used goal line running backs from 2022. Zeke Elliott was fourth on that list with 56% conversion rate into touchdowns. Ramondre all the way down at 23, 28%. So Zeke is just far and away better in short yardage situations, better at the goal line than Ramondre is. I would anticipate Zeke to be in whenever they're inside the five yard line, maybe the 10. Um, I think it's going to be Zeke's ball game. So unless Ramondre is hitting them from deep, you know, converting on some passes and other stuff, and honestly, they were a check down machine last year, but that was with a different offensive coordinator. If you could even call it an offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. Um, so I, I don't even know how many catches Ramondre gets this year. And now you add Zeke and hits the workload is going to be there. He's going to be great between the twenties, but you turn into an RB two. you turn into like a worse version of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Yeah, you're exactly right. I don't have the stats up in front of me, but I know when we did our uh, RB1 podcast, just talking about Bill O'Brien and he loves to run the ball that, you know, traditionally they run it in the top, top third of the league in rushing attempts, at least when he was the Texans head coach. And so you think there's going to be plenty of carries for both Zeke and Stevenson in this offense. Keep in mind, Stevenson had 69 nice catches last year. Nice. But I just don't... It, it just muddies it too much where it's almost like a stay away completely in that backfield unless you're getting great value. So like if you were mocking before these signings, Ramondre was kind of going around the turn in round two, round three... That's clearly not going, you know, he's clearly not going to stay there. We love the value when he was getting picked there uh, and, and was a favorite of both of ours to take in that range if if he was there. Now not you got to think, yeah, you got to think he's fallen to round four, maybe round five. It depends, like, it really just depends. Uh, we do have Zeke Elliott ranked. Obviously now, uh, where does he come in at? He comes in at running back 37, at least initially. You have him at 42, I have him at 33. I think he's going to have double-digit touchdowns probably. <laughs> so, so, like, like oh, you know, Dayton. Oh, man. Would, yeah, you, but, would like, you do a board bet on that? Yeah, I mean, if you give me odds, sure. But, like, keep in mind, Damian Harris had, what, 18 touchdowns or something like that two years ago? So, okay. Or uh, 15 touchdowns uh, two years ago. So, would it not at all surprise you for Zeke to have 200 carries, 900 yards, and 15 touchdowns like Damian Harris? Maybe not 15, but I could definitely see 10 where they just pounded in with Zeke. So, I. I, I could see the 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 yardage production potentially not being there, but I can definitely see the touchdowns being there. Yeah, I just I don't know. I know he's not going to catch any balls, and I, all I play is PPR format, so I hate putting dudes up in flex territory when I know that they're not going to catch any balls. 
and I'm just going to have to be completely touchdown dependent on whether or not I win that week. So what, what makes you what makes you think that Zeke isn't going to catch any balls though? I mean, in the past he's had catches 77, 54, 52, 47. Last year he only had 17 because they were really deploying Pollard in that uh, type role. But I mean, Zeke historically has caught the ball. So it's it's not like they're going to be tipping, oh, Damien Harris is on the field, they're going to run. Oh, Ramondre is on the field, they're going to pass. Zeke gives them both options at, at all times, and so does Ramondre. So it actually makes their offense at least a little bit less predictable. It's certainly less predictable than it was Damien Harris, but I still think it's going to be semi-predictable. Like, Ramondre is definitely the better overall athlete definitely more elusive than Zeke in this phase of Zeke's career yep. and just the better all the better overall back like I really think that they're probably just trying to save Ramon Day from taking the beating all season if they make the playoffs and you know because he didn't playoffs. last all year he he got dinged up at the end of the season couldn't finish so talk about playoffs that's why yeah that's the value I think Zeke adds yeah, I mean, at, at this point, don't you kind of think that the Patriots are probably the worst team in that division? <laughs> it might be. Like, might very well be. <laughs> like when when you have the Jets, which we'll get to here in a minute, the Bills, the Dolphins, like from an offensive perspective, the Patriots are uh, by far and away the worst team is, if, if Tua stays healthy. If, you know, if he goes down, then it's a little bit different of a conversation. But yeah, this, this sucks for Ramondre's value. Zeke. You know, we have in the 30s. I think that's where, you know, kind of he'll go. He'll be sitting there probably around, I don't know, nine, 10, somewhere in there. Um, just just kind of depending, like, we'll kind of see uh, where he kind of shakes out ADP wise, but I would expect he's going to be more of a, a later round running back that um, is a potential Hall of Famer that you can add to your roster where, um, Double digit touchdown upside with, and if Ramondre gets hurt, then uh, high RB2, low RB1 potential. There you go. From worst to first, let's pivot, please, over to the New York JETS Jets, Jets, Jets. Dalvin Cook has officially signed with the Jets. Uh, move out of the way, Brees Hall, or. Rest up, recover, recuperate. We'll see you in October, November, Brees Hall. Like, I mean, Brees, we, we've both slid Brees Hall down in our rankings. He's now, what, running back 25 overall? So tell me what you think Dalvin means for Brees Hall this season. Trouble. <laughs> yeah. I smell T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Oh, Shout my. out to you country fans out there. I said, hey, I just don't think that this is good at all for Brees Hall. He, we talked about, we, we have a video, do not draft Brees Hall. All those points remain. Coming off a brutal knee injury, probably wasn't going to be super explosive. Although I think he was clocked at like 24 miles an hour or something in practice the other day. I straight line. I, I think it's just going to take a while for his knee injury. We've documented before JK Dobbins, pretty much everybody has a rough year. The Saquon. year after they come back, except, except Adrian Peterson. So I just, 
I, I wasn't that high on Brees Hall. I, I didn't have much stock in him anyway. Dalvin, I think, absolutely destroys his value. And so this is another example of what do you want to do? I think Dalvin's the only running back in football that's rushed for over 1,100 yards each of the last four years. Uh, his touchdowns during that time period, 13, 16, 6, and 8, uh, starting in 2019 and going forward. He's going to get the ball in the end zone. Rodgers loves playing with experienced guys. And, you know, he has no problem dumping the ball down to his receivers. Uh, Dalvin's catches since his uh, rookie year where he got hurt, uh, 40, 53, 44, 34, 39. He can probably just go ahead and pencil him in for an easy 45 catch season uh, where Rodgers will just be dumping down to him if he's on the field enough. And so this becomes a split backfield at best. So do you want either one of them? Definitely not where Brees was going before, which was round three. He's, he's got to gotta fall to round four or five now. And Dalvin is another guy who, you know, is going to be sitting there, you know, after some of like, do you take him or James Cook? Like, that's a, I, I would think that's an easy answer by taking James Cook, but Dalvin's proven it over and over and he's probably like, I don't know. It's, it's really interesting. Um, man, don't you think this starts like a 60, 30 split at the beginning of the season in favor of Dalvin and it where's ends, the other 10%? Or, I'm sorry. Well, all the other dudes, <laughs> I guess like 60, 60, 40, 70, 30, somewhere in there between yeah. Dalvin and Brees in favor of Dalvin at the beginning of the season. And then it ends the opposite way at the end of the season in favor of Brees as they come up on the playoffs. Like I, I personally think that I could see 70, 30 Dalvin to Brees at the beginning. And I don't think it ever swings more than 50, 50 the other way. Like I just don't, but I think it gets to 50, 50. Oh, I, yeah, I think it can get to 50, 50. I just don't think it's going to swing back into like, oh, hey, Brees Hall's like the guy. Well, I almost I, don't I, want either of them. Because of that, of course. Right. You're just going to be in, in in running back hell. Yeah. I mean, truly, it's... And Rodgers is going to have the ball in his hands almost every other play anyway, or if not more. Like... Maybe. They're not going to be slinging I, it in the I formation or like... Well, so that's the thing, though, right? Because if they're going to try to figure out how to stop Garrett Wilson and putting resources and not loading up the box, Rodgers has proven that he has no problem with running the ball where, you know, Dylan and... and uh, when So when Dylan was in the game and there's a light box, they're turning around and giving it to him every time. When Jones is in the game you know, he's more likely to open it up and pass and dump down and, and do things like that. It, it would not be at all surprising to see something be similar uh, happen with the Jets. But they're both good receivers. So uh, who, who knows? I think I have to push Brees Hall lower. I think guys I like more than him, Alvin Kamara, even with the three-game suspension, like Alvin Kamara could miss, is going to miss three games. Brees Hall could also miss the first three games. The difference is yeah, but, Alvin Kamara is going to come back and be a workhorse. Brees Hall is yeah, coming Kamara back to Dalvin. Kamara still has to deal with Jamal Williams, though, too, which but I failed to mention last week. With Jamal. I'm not worried about Jamal Williams at all. And for Kamara. Um, 
yeah, also not worried about Taysom. I'm just saying there's some guys even where I have like Rashad White, clearly defined role, clear running back one, just a much worse offense. Kamara, DeAndre Swift even, James Cook. I I really like James Cook this year a lot. He's my sleeper right, number Cook, one, my favorite. Cook, but Cook, Khalil Herbert took all the reps with the first team offense for the Bears this week. Yeah. Javante Williams. Uh, we're not as high uh, on like Samaje Pirine is is definitely a threat there. So like that's kind of like the the cutoff of guys that we're talking about. And um Damian Pierce, yeah, Miles just, Sanders, like Right. Ugh. Man, at least, at least Dalvin only signed a one-year deal uh, for eight million bucks because I think that this is a one-year blip in the radar for Brees Hall just to make sure he gets right and to yeah. make sure that the Jets get the most out of Aaron Rodgers while they have him because it's only going to be for a couple of years. So hopefully Dalvin can maintain for the first half of the season. Brees Hall comes on. I'm assuming he'll take over as the starter eventually, but I don't think it's any more than much more than 50, 50 either way. Right. So, yeah. And at that point, you're almost better off just playing a random ass running back, you know, later in the season who might be the undisputed guy. And you're not you're like you just don't have to deal with it. But if well, either one gets hurt, then they're awesome. Well, so and it also depends like, if the Jets are putting up 35 points a week, plenty to go around. Then there's plenty <laughs> of points to go around, right? Oh. So it's it's one of the like between the Patriots, between the Jets, they've both muddied their backfield. Yeah, where you thought you th- kind of thought you had two undisputed guys. And you drop one Hall of Famer in one spot and one potential Hall of Famer in another spot. And like Zeke, he still got it. If, if you need a yard, Zeke is, is the guy. Yeah, like maybe Dalvin in the still NFL. averaged four and a half yards per carry last year. Like Dalvin is not tanked yet. He is, he's not as Still good. the guy. Well, he's not the guy he was, certainly, by any stretch. But he's still very good. Yep. Still still just 28 for for Dalvin. And, uh, you know, made, made the Pro Bowl each of the last four years. I know that doesn't really matter. But, again, over 1,100 yards uh, each of those years and, and has good hands out of the backfield. So, Do you think who, Leonard Fournette is somewhere out there right now just sitting eating? in the dark? you just gotta think he's looking at these guys okay they finally signed now i wonder if my phone will ring or kareem hunt yeah so we we thought kareem hunt was going to sign with the saints uh there was reports that that was going to happen last week uh and then he didn't so no nobody really knows what's going on with kareem hunt uh if like it would just be so perfect if uh if he signed with the with the Vikings just to screw Madison up so we can just take the take three of these guys Ramondre we're super high on nope here's Zeke oh Madison 
draft pick of the year, round five. Oh, nope. Here's Kareem Hunt. Brees yeah. Hall. Oh, here's Dalvin. Just, oh, no. Like, all of a sudden, it, it this, some of the stuff does change your draft strategy. And, and we're definitely going to mock this out. Where Fournette signed with Dallas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although Deuce Vaughn looked really good uh, for them. Uh in their preseason game, he he looked very shifty out of out of K State. So, um, yeah, it it'll just be. It would it would physically hurt me if Kareem Hunt went signed with the Vikings. My my heart would hurt. I would not know what to do. Ugh. So, there you go. the The two running backs everyone's been waiting to sign have signed officially. And a couple guys are going to drop in the rankings because of it. And that's just the way it goes. So got to do what's, uh, what's best for the teams. Um, Ramondre couldn't close out games, couldn't close touchdowns out and had some fumble issues. And Brees Hall is not healthy yet, at least not all the way. So they, uh, they got the backups they needed and we'll see what happens this year. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it's a, just an interesting, they're like, I don't remember, we've been doing this for four years now, right? There's never been so many like balls in the air to this, like this close to the season starting where, you know, you have these two Hall of Famers just sitting out there, they've signed and now we kind of need to see kind of where ADPs refall a little bit because we've been doing so many mocks and you got Herbert who looks like he's potentially the guy in Chicago. Kenny Gainwell doesn't play for the Eagles and you know, maybe he's the starter, but you still have Penny and you still have Swift there. Just a lot of unknowns. I, I think everybody thought that, you know, maybe the Dolphins were going to end up signing Dalvin or or Zeke. But now you have Jeff Wilson Jr. and Mostert that are there. Both were top 31 running backs and half PPR last year. So, I mean, one of those guys is going to be good. Mostert's 31, still fast as hell. Jeff Wilson Jr., you don't like, you don't want to draft Jeff Wilson Jr. Like, it's there's so much fluctuation that's still happening and we're less than a month before the season starts. There you go. All right. We're going to leave it there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next week we will be posting the Sacco sheet. So keep your eyes out for that. Go to our website, the fantasy to grab yours. Now that these guys have finally signed Josh Jacobs, come back to camp, help us all. All right. Thanks oh, guys. Man. Have a good one. Have fun, teachers, going back to school this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.